hockey with the voice of the Avs, Connor McGahee, on the team. And with us right now on the team line, Connor McGahee. Good morning, Connor. How are you? Doing fine. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Survived the, the trip back from Denver. Five hours at uh, Copper Mountain on Monday. Not uh, not skiing or snowboarding, mind you. Sitting in the parking lot. But uh, otherwise, I'm I'm good. It was uh, yeah, a fun little uh, typical Colorado uh, driving excursion down I-70 on, so, on Monday coming back home. So it's the coldest and some of the best snow we've gotten all year, and you decide to venture out into the mountains? Well, uh, we went to the affiliate uh, game over on uh, Sunday for the Nuggets. And I got to see where oh, we Yeah, so I that see. was the reason why we were we were motivated by mm-hmm. by going over and uh, seeing some well, of your fellow... timing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was not the best time of the world. Like I've I've driven in lots of bad weather. That was that was among the worst I've I've been in in quite some time. But uh got to see where you do your your work over at Ball Arena. Kevin uh the the PD of Altitude, Kevin Shockey gave us a little tour. Has he was uh singing your praises quite a bit by the way, Connor. Oh, so he lied to your face. That's not very nice. <laughs> no, he was. No, he was. I, Kevin comes off as a very truthful human being. He, uh, well, he, he he's a Philly guy, and um, one thing we know about people from Philadelphia, they'll always tell you what they think, and that's that's a good thing. No, Chucky's been uh, a great uh, great addition to the team. I'm glad you got to meet him. Yeah, super good guy. Really, and really enjoy getting to meet him. But you uh, got to see the con coop. Yes, yes, I did. You got to see the you got to see the con coop up there at the yeah, top. Yeah, you see of the my Aaron. sardine can atop the International Space Station up there. <laughs> yes, I did. I got to enjoyed uh, getting to check out the view up there. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a good time. We I just appreciate Kevin giving us the, the the tour of it. Well, last night the the Avalanche uh, four unanswered goals. They trailed four to three going to the third. They get the win at Ottawa last night. Uh, Miko ran in a pair of goals. But uh, Sam Alinsky continues to, to to pay off handsomely for the Avalanche, a power play goal uh, that gave Colorado the lead. And so uh, uh, last night, Miles Wood had the, the, the goal that tied the game up. So for the Avalanche, a big third period. On a night where Jared Bednar said, look, our, our big guys, at the exception of Ranton, were kind of tired back-to-back nights and kind of expected that uh, from the Avalanche and a, and a great way to, to power through with the win last night. Yeah, and Ben I said it. He goes, it's my fault because I played everybody almost a half hour the night before in Montreal. And so even with some of the most finely tuned athletes on the planet, um, it is hard to replicate that on, on back-to-back nights in those kind of minutes. Um, I, again, the sweet spot for the McKinnons and Ranton is probably 24 to 25 minutes. And uh, just with, with how many forwards we've been down, that hasn't been the case when you need to win hockey games. So Last night, there really wasn't a choice, but for uh, everybody else to step up, and they did. I mean, you mentioned Sam Malinsky, who really scored twice, and one of them getting called back on the Jonathan Drouin offside. Um, but Jason Poland gets his first career NHL goal. Miles Wood uh, coming back from illness. Looked like he was shot out of the cannon last night. Um, he ties the game up in the third period, and for the second time in three nights, and in three games and four nights on the road, the Avalanche uh, score five unanswered goals to win a hockey game, which which is super impressive. And they, they did it in different ways and with different guys. I mean, Congliano ties it up uh, in Toronto um, to open up the road trip, and that set the table for an Nathan McKinnon game winner. Um, Malinsky gets his first career game-winning goal uh, last night uh, in in that goal fest, which we thought it might be. And uh, and I really like the fact that you had 
basically lines two, three, four, defensive pairings, you know, two and three contributing in a big way. And, and the goaltender as well, Eustace Onanen, getting the call up, getting the start. Georgiev completely gets the night off. And probably one goal that he didn't like, but I, th- I think other than that, Onanen was, was outstanding. And, um, and the Avalanche, uh, for the sixth straight game, put five or more on the Ottawa Senators. So um, uh, a good night in the end. Habs Radio Voice, Connor McGahey with us. Had the call last night. The Avalanche uh, winning at Ottawa 7-4. to Eustace Onan, as you mentioned, he made his first start of the season. He, he had 36 saves last night uh, for the 23-year-old Finn. And uh, I know Jared Bednar had, uh, had quite a bit of praise for him after the game. I, I guess for the Avalanche, still trying to find that, that guy behind Alexander Georgiev to, to give him breaks like that. Probably too soon to say Ananen would be in that conversation. Give us your your takeaway on 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 Eustace Ananen and what that might mean for the Avalanche moving forward. Uh, it, it's it's a good question because I don't know if that's internally, externally, as you know, we get towards the March, I believe, fifth trade deadline. Um, I mean, obviously, this the the talking point amongst national writers and, and reporters is that is that the Avalanche do need a 1B because of the minutes and games and, and starts that Georgiev has. And, and, and my counter to that is always, well, Georgiev wants to play. I mean, it, it's like, it, it's like you, Patrick Wall wanted the net. And for me, I like a goalie that wants the net, that wants to be in there. Um, but again, there can be a fatigue factor. I think we saw that a little bit in Montreal for Alexander Georgiev. is just not as sharp uh, as he has been lately. And, 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 Obviously, obviously, he's the third star of the week in the National Hockey League, and so. Um, but again, you do need that, the one B situation again. The Colorado had in twenty one twenty two with Pavel Francouz after Darcy Kemper gets hurt in the playoffs. Francouz comes in and goes undefeated and wins six games, and the Avalanche don't win a Stanley Cup without Pavel Francouz. Um, so I don't know if that answer is. Uh, outside of the organization, it very well may be, as there will be uh, more teams willing to part with the goaltenders as we get uh, closer and closer to the beginning of March. So, but for the moment, I think that uh, you're just in in repair mode because you know you're going to be in the playoffs. You know um, that you're going to be competing for the division, and you're just doing things that keep you cap compliant and. And uh, and wait for the opportune moment to, if if that arises to to make a move of some kind. So uh, it's always good to have options, and right now Eustace Onanen is one of those options for the ads. Habs radio voice Connor McGahey with us today on the Team Sports Network, and uh, one of the other th- this big story of the week: uh, Ford Valari Nachushkin entering the NHL. NHLPA assistance program. Sammy Gerard did that previously to deal with some personal issues. He's been, uh, Nachushkin, uh, Connor, has been one of the, the hottest goal scorers in the league. Certainly has uh, been right up there with Nathan McKinnon in terms of uh, scoring goals for the Avalanche. I think uh, Jared Bednar was asked, how do you replace that production? And and he said, you just don't. Uh, I guess, this. I mean, that's as hot as Nachushkin's been. Uh, and, and hopefully, you know the issues that he has to deal with. Uh, will, he'll be able to address those as he goes through the assistance program. But uh, that's a big loss for the Avalanche right now. Yeah, it is. And uh, what I do like though is that everybody <clears throat> is, and this is team, this is staff, this is people. 
everybody is of the mindset that you get the the human being part right first. Sure. And then ho- hockey comes second. And I think we all forget that in our business way too much, yours truly included, is that um, while hockey is our life, it is not life. And Val Nachushkin, you know, has a wife at home. He's got a brand-new daughter. And, and getting right for them is frankly the the priority and then and then secondarily once that's fixed he can come back on the ice and be one of the best power forwards in the national hockey league so again kind of like we were talking about with the goaltending situation you just have to make a patchwork and and i always think that when you have a big guy out doesn't matter who it is doesn't matter if it's Kale mccarr doesn't matter if it's gabe landeskog valmachushkin good teams find a way to have everybody else step up. And, they, and again, last night is a, is a good example of that, and, and that's what Colorado, as Andrew Cogliano told us post-game the other night, they said, tonight we showed uh, what we were about, we're about winning. And I think their, you know, find a way was the theme in the cup year, and that has never really gone away from, from this squad. They find a way to win hockey games, win divisions, and, and fill in holes. Uh, but they also find a way to be friends and, and teammates and keep that a family. And that, that's what uh, I like most about this Avalanche team, I think. <clears throat> right, so the, the Avalanche at Boston tomorrow, of course, a rematch of that uh, that great uh, game that they had uh, previously at Denver. So one final thing before I let you go, Connor. Uh, what's the what's the feeling about Mosier after he left his passport? Uh, because I I imagine there I I I imagine there were some Avalanche players that uh, want to give Mosier a little bit of grief. Say we're sitting here on the tarmac waiting because you forgot your passport. Do you not realize we're going to a foreign country where you're going to need that? I imagine he caught some grief from some people. Here's the thing. Fortunately, the plane was not late. Like it was, we we, we pulled away on time. Oh, that's and good. So, which is good. Now, Bednar said this morning, given given uh, Moj a little bit of grief, and said, you know, like Moj is part of the team, and I would have liked to have thought that we would have waited if, you know, because if if Nathan McKinnon forgets his passport, you know, you're not going to leave him behind. And he, so he said, I think we'd wait for Moj. That doesn't free you up from. Uh, from getting grief, but Mosher said in 27 years of working in and around the National Hockey League, he's never forgot his passport, <laughs> and this uh, and this was the first time. But my my, I just laughed that it, Riker jumped at the opportunity right away. He goes, "I got I got to text Vic, I got to text Vic Lombardi <laughs> on the morning show <laughs> that Mosher forgot." And honestly, it was they just had an absolute blast with it bednar said i was two seconds away from calling in from the plane to the morning show while this is all going on it was one of my favorite favorite segments of radio i've ever heard <laughs> ever and then brett voiced the tease that actually made it onto the pregame show the other night oh my goodness we are it, we just we are a bunch of idiots but we have so much fun doing it and uh Boj, I will give him credit. He wore it. He yeah. wore it, and uh, and he, he's just going to have to wear it till till uh, till everyone forgets about it. But uh, but it was. I don't. I, I was just laughing like a hyena the whole time. You'd have to be. You'd have to be laughing about that. And I'm going to pile yeah. on here because I, I probably told you the story about the time Moj came over here 
uh, brought his, brought his I believe, daughter over here. Um, yeah, brought uh, to I think his dinosaur journey or the, the dinosaur museum we have. He left his credit card at the hotel, and he calls me up. He's like, Jimmy, it's Moj. Can you go out to the ho- Can you go out to the hotel and FedEx me my credit card? Oh my goodness! So I had to go to the hotel and get Mark's credit card <laughs> and take it to a take it to a FedEx box and send him his credit card because he forgot it. Oh my goodness! I I'm so glad you told me this. This is this is going to be brought up with your permission. Oh, absolutely, you have please to do this. feel okay. You have my okay. complete permission to you bring must. that up. You now. must. Be, you know what? I don't. You don't have my permission. I insist that you bring it up. I will. Oh my! This 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 will make it. This is going to make it into into the group uh, in the next okay. twenty four hours, and okay. I can't wait to be like, wait a second, this is. This is not an isolated incident. <laughs> no, no. I mean, he was over here for pleasure to bring his daughter over here, but but still, he forgot his credit card. Oh, that is great, fantastic! Yeah. And then you bailed him out. I was glad to do it. Yeah, I know. I was glad to help him out, man. I mean, we didn't hold the plane or anything. No, we, 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 we just, <laughs> I just had to go out to Horizon Drive and go to a FedEx box. It wasn't it wasn't that oh, big that's so good. Hey, Connor, so good. And, and have a great call tomorrow night. I always appreciate catching up with you, buddy. We'll do, fellas. Thank you. All right, take care. There's uh, Connor McGahee, who's going to give Mark Mosher some grief. Yeah.